Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. It's Riley Gaines, 12-time All-American swimmer. All she wanted to do was swim against other women and see how good she was. And it turns out she was better than most until a guy showed up. Riley, how are you? Good to see you. I'm so good. It's so good to see you again, Joe. You know, you are so good. Uh, I'm, I'm watching the news like I can't stop doing if I'm awake. And there you are. And you're pretty diminutive. Uh, uh, diminutive. You're not a huge person. What are you, like 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, something like that? Yeah, I'm about 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, maybe okay. on a tall day. I mean, you're, you're, you're not a, a gigantic person. But here you are with this gigantic weight of fighting for women's sports. And little by little, people are helping. They're coming along. And you dared go to San Francisco State University, which is very, very courageous um, as somebody who knows you're going to be facing people who disagree with you. So going in the other day, were you thinking to yourself this could get violent or were you thinking to yourself they're probably going to yell at me a little bit, it got probably going to really get wound up, but we'll have a really good discussion. What was the goal going in? I like to put myself in adverse situations, and I say adverse by meaning people with different perspectives. It's great to go on Fox News, but everyone listening to that agrees with me. Yes. I want to reach the people who don't agree with me. And so I knew there would be some people who didn't, um, which I embrace. I, I embrace people being, you know, expressing their right to protest and their right to organize and different things. Of course, I don't agree with violence, which is exactly what I was met with. Um, and so in a way, I, I expected, of course, some heckling, but by no means did I think I would fear for my life like I did. I love that. I mean, what you just said is so important. You're willing to go on MSNBC. You'll go on CNN. You go on ABC, CBS, NBC. Coming on my show, most people do agree with us. Um, and most people just want you to have a fair playing field when you go and you want to swim or ride a bike or, or, or lift weights or whatever, or skateboard. Um, so, I mean, people are like-minded, certainly, who are watching and listening to, to me. But I also get these left-wing outlets to pick it up, and they try to misconstrue what you're saying. You're totally. saying right now on my show, you're willing to sit down anywhere and have the discussion. Absolutely. And I've reached out to those left-leaning sites. And every single time, they say, we don't want to give you a platform to spread hate. But they beat you up. They, they, post, <laughs> they post about you all the time. They're constantly tearing you down, but they won't have you on? Exactly. They don't want science. They don't want common sense. They don't want reason, logic, data. They don't want anything that would dis, dis or invalidate their argument. Which... It's- I know I could. <laughs> no, of course you could. But but see, that's the thing. And this is what I know about you. You're you're a moderate person. I'm a very conservative guy. You, you and I agree on some, but you've also said, look, you want to dress up like the other gender. You want to live as the other gender. You want to have different pronouns. You said you're fine with that. Just don't compete against the women because you're taking opportunities away from women. Did I, did I misconstrue that at all? No. You know, I think do as you please in your free time. Don't expect me to lie. Don't expect me to necessarily go out of my way to support what you're doing if it doesn't align with my morals, which I will say the transgender movement does not. 
Um, but you know, I don't want to control someone else's free time. I, I was put on this earth to spread God's message and that's what I try and strive and aim to do. Um, but I can't make people listen to me, make them believe my same views. And so I don't want to do that, but I will not put up with someone deny, making me deny truth, deny common sense. And I won't put up with someone who is infringing upon my rights yes. as a human and as a woman. Exactly right. You're, you're fine with somebody who's 18 or older living as they want. Just don't tell you how you have to live, which I think is, is so very well said. Let's go back to San Francisco State University. Did the event in, happen in its entirety? It appeared as though you had the discussion, and then this violence happened afterwards, right? Correct. Um, I was able to have the discussion. There was, again, lots of protesters in the room, but also a lot of people there in support. Um, but the hallway was lined with people who were there in opposition of me. I could hear people screaming outside my speech. They would say on one end of the hallway, they would yell trans rights are under attack. And then the other end of the hallway would yell back, what do we do? We fight back. And so I could hear all of this going on, but never once again did it occur to me that it would escalate in the way it did. And so I finished my speech and I, I opened up for questions again, got lots of questions in opposition to which I responded to. But after the event ended and people were getting up to leave, an ambush of people came in the room. They flickered the lights. They turned the lights off. They rushed the podium. I was supposed to meet the police an hour and a half before the event to talk about an exit strategy if this were to happen. But the police never showed up to meet. Um, And so I wasn't prepared for this. The police weren't prepared for this. They tried to evacuate me from the situation to which we could not because, like I mentioned, the protesters were all in the hallway. And so... That's when we ultimately got barricaded in a, a classroom along that hallway for three hours where I missed my flight home. Um, they were demanding money from me if I wanted a safe passage home. Um, they felt it fair as if, if the university paid me to be there, why shouldn't I have to pay them if I want to leave? Which I want to clarify, the university did not pay me to be there. <laughs> Even so if even if they bad. had, they, they can't hold you for ransom. They can't hold I mean, that's extortion. I actually saw the video where some of them they're so stupid. I mean, these people have they have mush brains. They're so dumb. They're so vehement about their stance. But if you if she gives us ten dollars each, we'll let her go. I mean, you know what I mean? How how important is their stance and their and their thought process if you can give them ten bucks and you'd be fine? It just showed me how juvenile and immature these people were. And Riley, the thing is, transgendered in on the on the globe, it's less than one percent of all humans. Yet you've got so many people pretending to be trans activists. Do you think it's for attention? Is it so they can get away with some violence and not not be held to account? Well, has anybody been arrested? Why do you think they're doing this? I do think a lot of it has to do with responsibility and accountability. If you tend to put off the perception that you're in some marginalized group, there is typically less responsibility and there's less accountability because you're oppressed, you're marginalized, you're owed something, as they proved when they they thought they were owed money from just me being in their presence. Um, And so I think a lot of it has to do with responsibility, accountability. I think it's an attention thing. Um, I think there's a lot of different aspects and reasons as to why this movement has just really exploded. Another reason being these administrations, these universities, they're pushing this they have educators in place who are, are teaching this, as we saw at my, at my University of Pittsburgh speech. There was an anthropologist who claimed that by skeletal structure, if you dug up a man and a woman 100 years from now, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart just from their skeletons. That's untrue. 
Exactly. It's untrue. But these are the people in place, the administration, after all of this happened, they sent out an email saying they were so proud of their brave students for being so peaceful. They actually released another statement today saying that the presence of the police at the event was excessive and uncalled for. Wow. And it's, you, it's you, you physically were, or you were battered. I mean, because assault in some states can be, I just go up and say, I'm going to beat you up. But assault in batteries where they actually touch you, you were, you were battered by them. Yes. I feared for my life in this moment. Yet they said the police force was excessive. The police That's force, true. the police force wasn't enough. You were, you no. were barricaded for three hours. How did you end up getting out eventually? Um, the San Fran- the city of San Francisco police had to arrive before I could safely evacuate because the campus police were terrified to do their job. They were terrified to be assertive because they didn't want to be labeled as racist or homophobic or transphobic or anything other than an ally to that community. That's so they were scared to properly and adequately and effectively do their job, which would have resulted in me making it home safe, but they didn't even feel comfortable doing so. One of the best collegiate swimmers we've ever had is Riley Gaines, and she faced, I mean, literal physical harm the other day in San Francisco simply by by speaking the fact. Truth to power is what you do, and you're so courageous to do it. I'm really, really proud of you. You know, it's funny. You brought up marginalized people and those who are oppressed. How exactly are you not marginalized and not oppressed when a man can join your swimming event and beat you? How is it that you're not the marginalized and the affected party? You are, aren't you? Absolutely. And I think that's a big piece that people don't realize. You know, women, of course, were historically oppressed in sports. It was only 50 years ago when Title IX was enacted, which is not that long ago. Um, It's my grandma's generation where she saw the benefits of Title IX and now she's seeing those being taken away. Um, And so I, I think the left typically likes to make this about humanity and they like to make it about emotion. But what about my feelings? What about my teammates' feelings? What about our mental health, our safety, our fairness, our privacy, our dignity? Who has asked us about how we feel, our feelings, our self-perception? And the answer is no one, because they're choosing to value one person's mental health or any of those other terms I use, self-perception, identity, feelings, at the expense of of the majority. And they're throwing away our our American values every single day. And I'll give you an example. I'm 6'1", 250. If I walked into a lady's gym locker room today, they would call the police. If I were, if I took all my clothes off and just walked around, they would call the police that I'm, I'm a pervert. I'm out, I'm out there trying to sexually assault people. But William Thomas calls himself Leah, full man, you know, anatomy, uh, can do so. And we put our values aside because of how he feels or because of what he says he feels like. And we forgot everybody, including you, that was in, in the locker room that day. Your values, your, your you know, sensibilities don't matter. Only this person is being catered to. How, how crazy is that? Just explain that to me for a moment. Am I right that I would be arrested while you had to just put up with this? Unless you can, unless you can come up with an alias pretty quickly. I, I I'm, jo- I'm jo- jo- Josephine Pags today, and I would be fine. But, but, but nobody would believe me. Why, why is it that you have to put your entire belief system aside to make this guy feel good? I think it's transpired into this because we, really the past two years, I know this, has been, this whole movement's been happening longer than two years, but I feel like it's really come to fruition in the past two, three years. And I think it's gotten to the point we're at now where we're not able to say when enough is enough because I think initially a lot of women specifically, um, they saw this as something that was happening on a one-off basis. You know, they wanted to be seen as kind. They wanted to be seen as inclusive. Sure, come into our spaces. 
we realize now if you give an inch, they take a mile. We're seeing this, of course, in sports. Look at what's happening in the prison system where men are men, rapists, kidnappers, men convicted of child pornography, horrible things. All they have to do is say they are a woman to get into a woman's facility, which sounds awesome to a rapist, right? Well, and they're, um, and they're impregnating some of the women inmates absolutely. while claiming to be women. It, it, it blows my mind. So what do we do about it? I think we take back the title of the majority because, again, like I mentioned, right now we're catering to the minority and it, this is not how a democracy works. I know the overwhelming majority, especially the overwhelming majority of elite female athletes. We're not okay with this. We're not okay with working our entire lives, getting to your pinnacle in your career, and stepping aside to allow a man to have your trophy. We're just not. I know I speak for more than just myself when, when, I, when I'm talking to you and when, I, when I've been doing this past year. But it's time we feel comfortable saying so. It doesn't make you transphobic to want sex-protected spaces. It doesn't make you a bigot to understand women deserve safety and that we deserve fairness and we deserve privacy in our locker room. It doesn't make you any of those terms. It makes you a modern day feminist is what I like to call it because we've seen how the feminist party has, has shifted or, or kind of split into two directions. And so I like to call myself a modern day feminist. Well, you obviously are and, and you're doing it right. Um, to, to that end, and by the way, it's Riley Gaines, 12-time All-American swimmer. She's out there speaking the truth and, and putting herself at risk physically and otherwise just by going out and doing it. But I've got to bring up the, the alleged feminists like Megan Rapinoe. Megan Rapinoe is a great soccer player, could not play soccer on the, man's team, on the men's team. If she could, she'd be on the men's team. Obviously, she's not competing against men. You had to. But she's the one who allegedly was fighting for women's rights, women's equal pay, which doesn't make sense when the men's soccer, you know, just the pool of money is so much more than the women's pool of money. So percentage-wise, I think the women are making more than the men percentage-wise. But she wanted equal pay for equal this and equal that and equal equality, equality, equality. But when it comes to this, she's not on your side. For some reason, when it comes to this, she's on the side of trans athletes competing against the women, although she she doesn't have to face it. What do you think about that when you hear that? Is somebody in her ear? Because I thought she'd be one of your biggest supporters. I just see the hypocrisy. Uh, that's what I see when I see this. I, exactly like you mentioned, I see someone who fought relentlessly to get equal pay, equal resources, equal access. And now she's she's not defending women's rights and women's opportunities. She's now fighting for men to take away those rights from women. And so it just, I can't fathom in my brain how someone can look at this, see it, especially in sports, and think that this is fair. That's the whole argument, is allowing someone who has gone through male puberty to compete with the women is unfair. And I know Megan Rapinoe knows this. I know Billie Jean King knows this. I know Sue Bird, these other women who were trailblazers for women's sports, who have signed on to this petition advocating for trans inclusion women's sports. They know the difference between men and, and women athletics, but all of these athletes or majority of these athletes on this petition, they're done playing. And a lot of them don't have daughters. They don't have someone to defend. And so they would rather virtue signal. They would rather be seen again as kind, inclusive, loving, accepting, welcoming, tolerant. When in reality, it's not inclusive yeah. to ask a woman to smile, step aside and let the man take her spot on the podium. And it's not kind to ask a girl to share a locker room with a man um, that is equipped and exposing male genitalia. That's none of those things. And I'm just, it's, it's the tides are starting to turn and I'm hoping these women who once claimed 
or self-claimed feminists open their eyes to how this is harmful to women. I hope so. I hope you're right. And by the way, it's perverted to allow Leah Thomas or any other man to be in your locker room. It doesn't make any sense, especially now if you look into the guy a little bit, you know that he gets off on that kind of thing. Um, it's uh, it's Riley Gaines. We love having you on. I want to bring up a name, Martina Navratilova, who uh, is gay, has been out for 40 or 50 years. We've always known. Uh, she's somebody who dominated uh, women's tennis. She's on your side in this, and she's been shouted down by the community she thought she was a part of. Any thoughts on that? Again, it's just a bit ironic, right? You see the double standard. It's it's in the disguise of we we welcome all perspectives. We love diversity, but in reality, they don't love diversity. They don't love equity. They don't love inclusion. It's the opposite of all these things that yes. they love. And we saw that in in my case at San Francisco. Um, they their motto they they take pride in the fact that they accept everyone, unless you disagree with them, unless you have a different perspective then they'll they'll physically hit you and hold you hostage for three hours in the disguise of of course being kind and welcoming but it's it's mind-blowing i mean martina she's a lifelong liberal but she still sees the problem with this and i think that for someone who i applaud willing to go against the grain i know how hard that is and so i thank her for her voice her voice is powerful in this fight and we need more like her I'm, I'm proud of your backbone. I'm proud of, of your bravery. One last quick question, maybe 30 seconds. Different news outlets are reporting different things. Are you suing San Francisco State University? Are you suing the guy who I think was dressed as a woman who hit you a couple of times? Is there legal action here? There will be legal action, yes. Um, if nothing else, a statement has to be made that this cannot go on. I've reached the point where enough is enough, and there has to be consequences because clearly the police, the administration, they weren't willing to enforce any sort of repercussions or consequences. But I want to hit them where it hurts, um, which is, of course, their pockets. And so I will be pursuing legal action. The very least they could have done, Riley, is offered you safety. You weren't asking for anybody to agree with you. In fact, you took on all comers. Anybody who wanted to argue with you, you let them argue with you. To not allow you safe entry and safe passage out doesn't make any sense. And I pray that you're successful in making them learn this lesson. Keep your voice loud. Anytime you want to come back on, come back on, okay? Of course. Thank you so much, Joe. Good to talk to you. Good to see you. We're back after this. Stay right here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Big hour coming your way next hour. It's going to be uh, Dr. Maria Ryan. If you missed any part of my interview with Riley Gaines, a lot of people stopped by the stream. A lot of people tuned in on the radio. We see you. We hear you. And I will post it up on Rumble tonight. You can watch the entire thing and uh, and enjoy it. Spread it around to all your friends and family. It's not fair what she's facing. I'm really glad that she's as strong as she is. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show.